This is Melange à deux, a Vienna podcast. Herzlich willkommen. everybody, this is Brad Patsy. I'm laughing because <laughs> Herax thinks that he's a uh, producer on a show with a finger and go. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Melange à Deux Vienna podcast. I'm your co-host, Frau Patsy, with Herax. Say hello. Hello. And we are now doing episode six. Crazy. We've been doing this for a month and a half. It's, it feels like uh, we've been doing this forever. Yeah. <laughs> You're really enjoying the process. <laughs> no, no, I'm enjoying it, but it feels like, you know, we're pros now. We're pros. Um, yeah, so first of all, I have to apologize because there's still a delay on the CC Part 2 episode oh. because there's so much research to do, and I overextended myself like I usually do. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. We yes. have a special... What is this, special episode? Special episode. And, oh... <laughs> That was Morty. That was the dog. He's mad at us. Um, Actually, why don't you tell me how you're doing, and I'm going to close the door so we don't hear him. Well, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, Well, this is really, this is very strange. Okay, you close the door. Yeah. And now she's going back to the booth. Yes. All right, I'm back. Back on the mic. All right, so, um, yeah. What can I say? So next week should be the CC episode part two. I'll have had more time because right. I also wrote an article for the Vienna Family Network about a castle for Christmas movie, Brooke Shields, Carrie Ellis. Hallmark movie. It was not Hallmark. It was actually Netflix. Oh. That's why it was a little bit better. But it's Hallmarky. Hallmarky. Yeah. It was actually, they had a really big budget. Uh, so that should be out in a week or two. We also had Thanksgiving. We had, we had two Thanksgivings. Yes. My my uh, my belt is uh, one notch looser. <laughs> it was it was a lot of food, and then this weekend we are going to be doing Christmassy things. I cannot wait. Still waiting for my tree to be delivered. Yeah, so I'm having a war with uh, not Amazon but the delivery people. GLS. GLS. Where I was working from home on a Friday and. Uh, they told me we attempted to deliver it. I'm like, nope, I've been there. I, I don't know who I'm. So I'm on a war with uh, delivery services here. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully we'll get it soon because I'm ready to decorate. Yeah. It's a whole new look for the tree this year, the Hanukkah bush. Because we have a new place. So we got to change the look. Thinking if there's like a Muslim thing equivalent. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. I was going to say burning bush, but that's Jewish. Um... <laughs> Also, this is a fun update story that's in regards to Hedy Lamar. So I told you there's going to be a shopping center named Lamar on Maria Hilfestrasse. The company building it has just gone bankrupt. Hmm. It's some millionaire, billionaire guy that's kind of screwed over the company. So we'll see if it even happens. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> short-lived. But, but maybe it was called Lamar, like it was supposed to be in the ocean and it was Spanish. Yeah, or the fact is she actually was really bad with money, so this might be. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, oh, we also decided for Christmas Eve that instead of doing the traditional fondue, we're going to do the Feast of the Seven Cheeses. <laughs> the Seven Baby Cheeses. The Baby <laughs> And that that's cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this dog is out of control. I hope he finds soon. He'll go to sleep soon. Okay, so I guess today we're going to be talking about 
Krampus. Yes. And what do you know about Krampus so far after living here for a few years? It was one of the first things I learned about Austria before I came mm-hmm. because it was so odd. Uh, I think there's a famous Christoph Waltz thing talking about Krampus. Yeah, and, with Jimmy uh, Fallon. Yeah. I highly recommend checking that episode out or that interview. Is, uh, what does he say? Have you ever seen uh, misbehaving uh, German children? <laughs> and uh, I think a lot of it is true, but... Uh, uh, we will go into that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I remember learning about not Krampus, but Schwarze Peter, which is the Dutch version, kind of, uh, where he would steal children that misbehaved and send them to Spain, which you always say... It's, oh no, send me, I'd be bad. <laughs> oh no, Barcelona, oh, tapas. No, said that, so, oh, no. Oh, the worst. <laughs> um, I think I was about seven, it was like my parents' friends, and we were in Germany, and they were telling me about Schwarzapeta, and I couldn't sleep for a week. I was absolutely terrified. So was, he was the... He would be the assistant. The assistant, yes. yeah. So Krampus... A <laughs> good cop, bad cop. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> Very bad cop. Or, well... Um, so uh, my sources today are, of course, uh, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. IMDB, Britannica.com, SmithsonianMag.com, Independent.co.uk, and HeritageDaily.com. Um, so let's get into it. Are you ready to learn all about Krampus? Let's do it. All right. So Krampus is a half-goat, half-demon character, and a quote, various depictions most commonly as a hairy creature with cloven hooves, 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 the horns of a goat and a large snake-like tongue. In some depictions, he is presented carrying chains, thought to symbolize the building, oh, sorry, the binding of the devil by the Christian church. So if you've ever seen a Krampus, they have these really elaborate masks. They're very scary. Very scary, with a large red tongue, horns. They wear usually like goat skin coats. And they, when you, you know they're coming because you'll hear cowbells. Okay. <laughs> Needs more cowbell. because <laughs> we're walking. <laughs> Gotta have more cowbell. <laughs> so uh, that's usually how they look. So he is associated with Christmas in Central Europe. Primarily Austria and Germany. Many believe Krampus had its beginnings in pagan ritual around the time of winter solstice. The legend is that he is the son of Hel, Hel, H E L, who was the Norse goddess Who's of. Who's your father? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> so Hel was the Norse goddess of the underworld. She is thought to have been the daughter of Loki, ah. Tom Hiddleston. Wow, so the Marvel Universe is. Going everywhere. Yeah, they should do a Krampus. It could be their hundredth <laughs> movie. <laughs> be fantastic. Hulk versus Krampus. <laughs> that would Actually. be very funny. <laughs> I'm pitching this one. Yeah. Uh, so that's trademarked. Nobody steal that idea. No, oh, I just lost my spot on my thing. One second. I got too excited. Um, so the underworld where hell lived was, from what they were describing it, it sounds like the Stranger Things upside down mm. world. Um, quote, the suggested pagan association may stem from an intermingling with the Perchtenlauf that abounded during the 17th and 18th centuries. The Perchtenlauf was a procession where people dressed as a devilish two-legged humanoid goat figure known as Percht, brackets, a goddess in Alpine paganism in the upper German and Austrian regions of the Alps, close quote. Mm. So the term Percht and Krampus seems to be a little bit interchangeable. Mm. They don't uh, sound the same, but... <laughs> You don't, you don't hear the similarities? Pecht, Krampus. 
Um, so the first mention of Krampus is actually from the 16th century. Mm. Uh, it might have been some guy talking about his wife. Um, quote, the earliest mention of the Pacht, Krampus, comes from the Bavarian town of Diesen in 1583. <clears throat> Excuse me, where those who hunted the Pacht received a monetary reward. Like Krampus, Pacht would reward children with a small silver coin for good behavior, but bad behavior resulted in disembowelment, <laughs> being stuffed with straw and pebbles. Oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those children will never misbehave, though. And will need a lot of therapy. Krampus rose in popularity during the late 19th century in Austria-Hungary, often featured in European greeting cards that sometimes introduced with Gruß vom Krampus, greetings from Krampus, end quote. Well, is it any wonder that psychoanalysis really came from here? Because the, the need was so... You literally stole my theory. Oh! Yeah, that was, I was like calling Dr. Freud. Right, right minds <laughs> think alike. <laughs> So, besides the pagan origin, Krampus has now become fully associated with Christmas, as I said before. Mm. So, in regards to the origin of the word Krampus, Krampus is thought to come from either Bavarian Krampen, meaning dead, rotten, or from the German Kramp, Krampen, meaning claw. Mm. Uh, actual day is December 5th, and Krampus is accompanied by St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas leaves chocolates, nuts, and oranges in kids' shoes, good kids, uh, for good kids, so that on the morning of the 6th they awaken to find it. Krampus, however, beats the crap out of the bad kids the night before. <laughs> Quote, Naughty children would find themselves beaten with birch branches or a whip, with the most sinful being snatched away in a sack or basket with the intent to devour, drown, torture, or carry back to hell. It's like every abusive parent's like best... You know, think it would be like you know December sixth. Be like, I abusive parent. Any parent from like nineteen eighty. I don't know what happened. I just saw him. <laughs> he was misbehaved all year. To be fair, to be and fair, this came. <laughs> and so, as we all know, also Saint Nicholas is the inspiration for Santa Claus. Ah, yeah, um, jolly old Saint Nick. So the Catholic Church wanted to disassociate themselves from Krampus and has attempted to end the Krampus myth for a long time generally because of the satanic imagery, um, which is funny because they talk about Satan a lot in other ways, but I think they just don't want this to be associated with the church. It had a surge of popularity in the late 1800s, and this is where I said, um, I'm no excerpt, but this seems to correspond with a heightened interest in psychology, <laughs> mostly children. Um, in 1932, it was banned under the Dolphus regime. So Engelbert Dolphus, which I keep thinking is, listen, Dollface. <laughs> Okay, yeah. but, hey, was an extremely Catholic politician who became Chancellor of Austria from 1932 to 1934. He was just under five feet tall. This is before the Anschluss. Yes. Okay. He was staunchly anti-Nazi and then was assassinated in 1934 by the Nazis. Oof. Before being Chancellor, he was Minister of Forests and Agriculture, and maybe Krampus scared him because <laughs> he was he was staunchly Catholic, so he banned any mention of Krampus. Uh, as of 1932. Now, this is an interesting extra fact. Dolfus's wife and children were at one of Mussolini's houses on holiday in Italy when he was assassinated. And Mussolini himself, I guess they, they got along, um, Mussolini himself had to go and tell his wife that her husband had been assassinated. Oh. So, uh... <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Having a good holiday, uh, by the way. Uh. <laughs> 
Eat your pasta. Eat your pasta. I'll tell you afterwards. You've got to have a little something in your stomach before I tell you this terrible news. <laughs> so then the history of Krampus during the war. Well, there was a war. I think kids were traumatized enough, so nobody was going to pull that on the kids. Um, in the 1950s, post-war, it was discouraged by the government, and pamphlets were distributed saying, quote, Krampus is evil. The idea was to spare children the horror. I'm no child psychologist, but beating children in post-war Europe was probably frowned upon. <laughs> and an absolutely terrible idea. <laughs> Give you something to cry about. <laughs> um, so the tradition has kept up, though, uh, especially in alpine villages, and has grown in popularity. Near Vienna is the Krampuslauf of Pechtoldsdorf. So there's actually a town just outside of okay. Vienna called Pechtoldsdorf. So I guess, you know... Okay, Namesake. so it's on, it's on the nose. It's on the nose. The Krampuslauf is a parade of Kramp, Krampi. Krampi. <laughs> <laughs> what is the plural of Krampus? <laughs> Krampuses. Um, and if you look at pictures and videos, it's absolutely terrifying. Uh, in villages, if a Krampus comes to your house, you're supposed to give it schnapps. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because a drunken Krampus <laughs> is going to be even better. <laughs> Why don't, you, why don't you go play with the drunk Uncle Krampus over there, kids? He's got a stick to play with. <laughs> I mean, he just gets stronger as it keeps going. I mean, no, this is, this is horrible. Red Bull and vodka. He's unstoppable. Wait, wait. Do they give the schnapps to Krampus to, to keep him from beating them? or? Yeah, I think so. So the kids are just stocking up <laughs> mini bottles? It's a very liberal country. <laughs> Drinking age. <laughs> See little Timmy. <laughs> Can I have a schnapps, please? He's like on an airplane just taking the little mini liquors out of the thing. <laughs> oh, boy. So, for a warning, anybody who's in Austria right now, if you're out and about on December 5th, just be aware there might be some drum, drunk Krampus trying to beat you with a stick. It happens sometimes, even in Vienna. And they'll, they'll beat uh, everybody. Yeah, yeah. They're not, equal not opportunists. Just, well, this is how we progress. It's not yeah. just the children. I mm -hmm. mean, they're equal opportunity now. Affirmative action in the Krampus community is fantastic. <laughs> okay. Um, so, actually, a few years ago, uh, in the height of the Syrian crisis, uh, there were a lot of Syrian refugees in the town of Lienz near Innsbruck. People in the town were very worried it might re-traumatize some of the refugee children. Jeez. So instead of canceling the event, they actually created a get-to-know Krampus event. So they had the kids come and learn about the masks and the history. Well, this is like the opposite of proselytizing. Like, <laughs> do you not want to become Catholic after this? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah but I, I guess, I mean, to be fair, I think that it's lovely that somebody thought of the children, Look, especially they, the refugee children. My oh God. my God, poor kids I coming know. out of war and be like, what? No, what is this? <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm glad somebody warned them. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, so I was uh, one of those families that be like, kids, we're not going out today. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're going back. This is outrageous. Um, there is also a type of Krampus fraternity. So I've heard this from a friend years ago, and I was trying to find the information. Krampa, Krampa, Krampa. <laughs> Do you imagine, like, The dry camps. Yeah, the dry cramps. <laughs> That's what we call it once a month. <laughs> um, yeah. So a friend told me about this, like, Krampus fraternity, and I tried to look it up, but it's a secret society, so it's not easy to find. 
Um, but there's like a place in Tyrol where there is a group of Krampus people, people mm. who want to be Krampus, and they sleep in fields in their goat coats for weeks just to get the smell of the earth. They kind of live like... <laughs> you mean the smell of the body into this? <laughs> no, yeah. No, they don't shower. They don't shower. So for like, uh, this is Europe, so you've got like tons of vacation so days. So it's like August in the U-Bahn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're, I think it's like in the winter they go and they spend days there and they just kind of live like goats. <laughs> Um, and you know, I couldn't find evidence of this, but this is what I heard from a friend. Um, and a lot of young men join this thing. And then I'm, I was thinking about like retirement, like does Krampus get a gold watch? (laughs) 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 Well, are you going to mention the Krampus at the villa? Oh yeah. So there's a video. Oh, um, we've got, we've got a visitor. We got kiddo. Yeah. I'll be there in a minute. I'm your personal <laughs> slave today. Um, yeah, so there's a video of Billa at Billa where there's a Krampus scanning groceries, and it's if you find you can find it on YouTube. It is one of the funniest things. Yeah, just Krampus doing everyday things. Yeah, Krampus at Billa. So yeah. I find it hilarious. So there has been, of course, controversy with Krampus besides traumatizing children. Uh, in 2015, just outside of Salzburg, five teenagers were brought to the hospital with cuts and broken bones. What? <laughs> they were beaten by uh, the Krampus. Krampai. Um, so, yeah, there's now if you go to Perchtoldsdorf, they have like ropes so kids don't get into the parade. St. Nicholas is there as well. But the, the masks are generally all homemade. And apparently a lot of women are now dressing as Krampus. So equality for everybody. <laughs> but I have yet to meet an Austrian who is not slightly traumatized by Krampus. I, I would be. I mean, uh, that's, it's very traumatizing. It's very I've true. seen them. They, they look really scary. They really scary. And they are often like on stilts, so they're quite large. And yeah. of course, I'll post some pictures on the Frau Batsby Instagram so you can check it out. But yeah. And then, of course, pop culture references. It's become a lot more popular, especially in North America when people started hearing about it. I think Christopher Waltz probably opened that door to the idea of the compost. So there was a film that came out in 2015, which is a horror movie about Krampus. Ooh. And I don't like horror movies. What is it called? Krampus. Oh. <laughs> it's on the nose. It's on the nose. And so I decided that I would find the synopsis of the film and read it to you because it's it's really kind of funny. Okay. All right. So, and we might have to pause at one point because I might have to give my child some food. <laughs> it's very demanding. All right. All right. So just have your hand ready eventually. Uh, okay. So three days before Christmas. The Engel family, Engel means angel, mm-hmm. uh, parents Tom and Sarah, daughter Beth, son Max, and Tom's German-speaking mother, whom the family called o- call Omi, mm-hmm. prepare for the holidays. Max, the son, despite his family's dysfunctionality, I mean, who doesn't have a dysfunctional family, remains a firm believer in Santa Claus and writes him a letter. Sarah, the mother's side of the family, comes for Christmas, including her sister Linda, Linda's husband, Howard, their children Howie Jr., Stevie, Jordan, and baby Chrissy, and their bulldog Rosie, and Sarah and Linda's cantankerous Aunt Dorothy. Wait, is this supposed to be taking place? In America. Okay. In Jordan. Yeah, no, Jordan. <laughs> no, this, this takes place. So the grandmother, remember the grandmother is called Omi. So right. on the dad's side, grandma okay. is German, called Omi. Uh, so she brought some of the old country. <laughs> Wait for it. So Max, the son, wants to maintain family traditions, but tensions among his relatives sap their Christmas spirit. 
When his cousins mockingly read out his letter to Santa, Max lashes out, yelling that he hates both his family and Christmas. His father attempts to comfort him by telling him that even though the holidays are chaotic, he should always love his family and gives him back his letter to Santa. In a fit of anger, Max tears up the letter and tosses out the window, whereupon it is swept up into the sky. Oh, this is fantastic. Because you have a kid that you already, like, you're, it sets the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you want Krampus to come now, <laughs> because this is like a spoiled kid. And like, it's, it's like Kevin McAllister. Ooh, yes. Krampus, where are you? I feel bad for Max. He's losing Santa, and then his cousins mocked him. I, I am, I'm all for the dramatics. Ripping up the letter. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, you got to grow up. Yeah, you know what? I'm, now I've become I'm full-fledged Austrian. Where's Krampus? <laughs> Where's Krampus? Krampus? <laughs> All right. So later that night, a severe blizzard engulfs the town, causing a power outage. When Beth ventures out to check on her boyfriend, a large horned creature chases her. She hides beneath a delivery truck. Oh, maybe that's where my treat is. Um, but the creature leaves a jack-in-the-box for her, which attacks her. The jack-in-the-box? Yeah. I guess it, I'm guessing it pops out and attacks her. When Beth does not return home, Tom and Howard leave to search for her. They find her boyfriend's house in ruins with the chimney split open and large goat-like hoof prints. Outside, Tom narrowly saves Howard from an unseen monster in the snow. They return home, board up the windows, and Howard stands guard while everyone sleeps. As Howard eventually falls asleep, a large hook with a gingerbread man attached lures a child, Howie Jr., to the chimney. When he takes a bite, he is dragged up the chimney despite the family has effort to save him. Oh! <laughs> that would be me. I'd be like, oh, I'm cooking. Now, Omi explains that the creature... I, I, I'm loving this plot, by the yeah. way. This is fantastic. Omi explains that the creature hunting them is Krampus, Ooh. an ancient demon who punishes those who have lost the Christmas spirit. Omi recounts that when she was a child, her parents and community lost their spirit due to the hardships of the war in Europe. Omi also lost hope and wished for her parents to be taken away, summoning Krampus. He and his helpers dragged everyone except her to hell, leaving behind a bell-shaped bauble with his name on it. Did Omi never mention this? I think Omi was told a lot of lies. If you think about this, Krampus only shows up when you're disrespectful to parents. Is it like the Tooth Fairy, where you know you get money when the tooth, but it's really your parents who leave the money, and then? If suddenly you're disrespectful to parents, and then this this creature comes in and beats beats the kid. No, but it didn't beat the kid. It, like this dragged her parents to hell, and she never brought it up. Like, did the son not be like, "Hey, hey, mom, what happened to your parents?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh yeah, funny story. <laughs> this horned goat demon." Well, she just thought that she would cultivate a house where they all had the Christmas spirit. Yeah, she probably was like, we are celebrating Christmas and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> kind of like me. And the as, soon as, as soon as Thanksgiving is done, it's like Black Friday. Yeah. Get Omi all the decorations really likes out. Christmas. Yeah. I just feel like perhaps she should have mentioned this. But so as I said, um, Krampus left her a bell-shaped bauble with his name on it. Okay. Important later. The family remains skeptical until menacing toys hit it but they all saw the hook with the gingerbread thing <laughs> right how That's, are they skeptical yeah they're like well let me start John's crazy who pulled the, the hook up <laughs> listen even if you don't believe in Krampus this is an evil person mm-hmm. all right so but they're not believing they're not I guess they're 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 skeptical they're like crazy okay. lady <laughs> jury's out <laughs> jury's out <laughs> but they remain skeptical until menacing toys hidden in presents delivered earlier overrun the house Jordan is devoured by the jack in the box called De Clown <laughs> with a K yes <laughs> 
The family fends off the toys and gingerbread men <laughs> until Krampus's elves leap in through the window, taking Howard, Dorothy, and Chrissy. Tom decides that the family should flee to an abandoned snowplow on the streets outside. Omi stays behind to distract Krampus, who emerges from the fireplace and attacks her with his bag of toys. <laughs> outside, Tom, Sarah, and Linda are dragged into the snow by the snow monster while Stevie is captured by the elves. Wait, there's a plot hole here. Yeah. Why is Krampus attacking the Oma, Oma one? Well, because remember, Max said he hated his family. He's doing this to help Max. Krampus, Krampus is like... Okay, yeah, but yeah. he's helping Max. First of all, she's the one that already... He killed her parents. Yeah. And she said she vowed to have the Christmas spirit. No, she didn't vow. I just made that up. Oh, I thought... No, no. She's okay. cantankerous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's just she's like, it's not going to happen again. It's like so being bitten by a shark. In a way, you kind of root for Krampus in this. I, I see Krampus as a good guy. I think he's killed several children so far in this story. <laughs> well, but were they, were they nice? <laughs> oh. Make a noise. Um, so, yeah. So, Grandma Omi... Uh, Omi gets attacked by a bag of toys. Outside, Tom, Sarah, and Linda are dragged under the snow by this. Oh, I already said that. So Krampus confronts Max and gives him a bauble wrapped in a piece of his discarded letter. Realizing that he was responsible for Krampus's coming, Max chases after the demon and confronts him at the edge of a fiery pit. Max begs for Stevie to be spared and offers himself up as a sacrifice. Krampus refuses and tosses Stevie into the pit. Max sincerely apologizes for losing his spirit. Although Krampus seems to accept his apology, he still tosses Max in as well. <laughs> Max awakens in his bed on Christmas morning and discovers his family alive and well downstairs, concluding what happened was just a nightmare. As he unwraps a present to reveal Krampus's bauble, the family exchanges troubled looks as their memories of the horrific events slowly come have back the same to dream. them. <laughs> The house is shown through a magical snow globe along with hundreds of others in a vast collection in Krampus's workshop for him to monitor and spy on for having spared them. <laughs> and that was the end. Krampus. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. Yeah, that's kind of a hilarious story. So, um, yeah, so as I said, it's becoming much more popular in the States, um, Krampus, this idea. And I guess one, I think it was maybe Chicago tried to do a Kramposlauf, like... People dressing up as Krampus. Oh, it makes sense. There's a lot of Germans uh, in Chicago. Yeah. Midwest. A lot of drinkers in Chicago. I think this is going to be... I mean, you know how bad SantaCon is? Can you imagine KrampusCon? There's going to be death. <laughs> Destruction. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So that is pretty much the history of Krampus. Anything to add to it? I mean, that's very disturbing. Mm -hmm. I, you know... I wasn't expecting it to be that scary, but no, but it's, it's one of the things that I really do enjoy, the uniqueness in how Christmas is celebrated here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just uh, very odd. Yeah, very odd. <laughs> I still take, it takes me a while. Yeah, one day I do want to go to the Krampuslauf to see it. I think it would be pretty amazing. That doesn't that. mean the Krampus run? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a 5K it's for a 5K. Krampus. <laughs> You see them in tutus. <laughs> oh, we should totally create a Kramposlau 5K to raise money for charity. That'd be fun. Yeah, but then you'd have to wear that. No, you're not going to wear it. You should wear like a t-shirt with something on it. A night run. Oh, that'd be fun. All right, I'm going to work on that. All right. New <laughs> challenge. New challenge. All right, so that's pretty much it. This is a bit of a shorter episode because... 
I mean, I don't, I didn't have an interview with Campus, but again, December 5th is the magical day. So wait, wait. Okay. I do have one last question. Please. So in, in, in Bavaria and in Austria, they, they came up with Krampus as the assistant that beats up the children for Santa. Yeah. The good cop, bad cop. Mm-hmm. And the Netherlands decided that the black guy is going to be the Krampus? I don't know. And I'm not going to get into this discussion because I <laughs> we think... We do have Dutch <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah. No, but what... I, what okay. I just... All I know is the story of Krampus. I mean, it's not all... It's also like places in... Czechia, I think it's Slovakia as well. There's like, it's kind oh, of... A, so there's different places that also have... Yeah, it's kind of the, the region. Mm. I think it doesn't exist, I think, in northern Germany. Mm. But then it is interesting that, you know, as we know, a lot of Christmas traditions come from pagan traditions, like the Christmas tree, yeah. etc. So this was obviously Tom Hiddleston's... Well, even Christmas Day itself. Yes, yes. Who's to know? Who's to know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's about it for Krampus. I highly recommend checking out that film because it sounds... Sorry, there were spoiler alerts, the whole thing, but... But that's... Uh, no, it's fascinating. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a crazy history and it's... it's. Do they have this in Vienna? Like, could we find our local Krampus chapter? They're doing a couple things, uh, I think, at a couple of the markets where the Krampus will show up, probably okay. this weekend. But I don't know for sure because it is difficult to find this information. Um, I did read on one Facebook page how some moms are a little bit upset that the Krampus is becoming popular because it is true. It is very traumatizing for children, and I would not recommend bringing young kids to any type of Krampus love because it's scary. <laughs> well, scared. tune in next week where uh, I'll, I'll be sure to have a redact, uh, statement redacting certain things uh, after our Dutch listeners chime in and explain sure. things. How can I talk about it? <laughs> All right, so that's it for now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for rating and reviewing. We have over 400 downloads, which is amazing. Like and subscribe. Like Smash and subscribe. Smash that button. And also check out the Frau Batsby Instagram. In the next couple of days, there'll be pictures of various Krampus and... Uh, Krampai. Krampai. And I think that's it for now. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.